We're underway at the corner of Carnegie and Ontario. Hey everybody, welcome back to Mad Dog Pod. I'm Nate. I'm Gabe. And I'm Andrew. Today, as the title said, we're going to be discussing the Browns against Steelers game that, as all of you know, we lost 38-7. to um, It set us to 4-2 and and made the Steelers 5-0 and and keeps them in uh, the lead in the division. Um, it was a disappointing game. Baker got pulled in the third quarter for Case Keenum. Do you guys want to just give your immediate reactions to the game? Uh, it was terrible, depressing. Um, it made me, again, understand that there's levels to this. Like, yeah, you're a good team, but you're not that good. You know, it was a bring, bring my hopes back down to earth moment. You know, I, like – I thought we might be able to, like, be a contender. I don't know why I did, but I thought. And then after this game, I'm like, we're, like, a fringe wildcard team. Like, if our schedule was tougher, I don't think we'd be in the playoffs. But our schedule is pretty easy. Um, yeah, uh, just less, like, I, I don't have that much confidence in Baker Mayfield anymore. I, I don't know. I don't I just don't understand what happened to him from his rookie year to his uh to his sophomore and now junior year in the NFL. Like he just like honestly, if the other teams you played could catch the ball on the defensive end, he'd be like leading the league in interceptions. Like he, he gets away he got away in those four wins with so many interceptions. Um but, yeah, that's – my biggest takeaway was that the Steelers are clearly better and that Baker Mayfield probably isn't the guy to lead this franchise in the future. Yeah. Uh, for me, watching the game, obviously it was depressing. Um, but, I mean, I was. it wasn't like I was super surprised. I mean, everything just that could go wrong did. And you know that that's tough. You gotta you gotta look at that and then just say like, okay, you know, just throw that game out the window, I guess, and just move on from it and try to learn from it and try to get better. Because I mean, look at our record; we're still four and two. Um, Steelers are obviously ahead of us right now by a lot. Uh, just as a team, same with the Ravens. Uh, and that really showed in week one, too. But, you know, there's still a long way to go for the season. Um, we really got, a, you know, a lot of time to work things out and try and get better. And, I mean, a lot of that has to do with Baker Mayfield, like Gabe said. Uh, he was definitely the, uh, I guess, biggest, you know, he was he was most in the spotlight in this game, and he really did not shine at all. Uh, and I know there's going to be a lot of people hating on him and ripping on him, and a lot of it's probably deserved. But uh, re uh, regarding his future, I don't I don't really know. 
right now. Uh, it's definitely a tough thing to look at. But what do you what do you think, Nate? Yeah, I think you guys summed it up pretty well. Just overall disappointment and the storyline coming out of the game is a hundred percent. Baker is not a franchise quarterback, and Baker, like, was probably going to be out of our team after um, this season. Like, if we're going to move forward. It depends on what the options are. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. If that's not there, then I don't know why you move. Like, we're not going to get a – we're not going to draft a good QB because we're going to be pretty low in the – we're going to be pretty high in the draft. Uh, I mean, low in the draft. So, I don't know. Yeah, but that – yeah. I mean, he just makes the same mistakes over and over. He can't seem to figure out – I like it's weird. It's like he decides where he's going to throw the ball before like he even snaps it. And he just sticks with it and goes with it. Even when, I mean, like he was just staring on that Mika Fitzpatrick pick six. It's like, what are you looking at? Like I, the guy was right there. He was guarding. I just couldn't believe it. It was terrible. It's like, that's a rookie mistake. And yeah, I don't know. I I'm Yeah. I agree. I don't think Baker Mayfield's the franchise quarterback. And honestly, like you're looking at first overall pick, shouldn't have been the first overall pick. And you could basically say he's probably a bust. Um, I don't know if I'd say he's a bust yet. Uh, going going back to the pick six, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, obviously one of the best safeties in the league too. But uh, just looking at that play, I mean, that was just a quick slant to the left side, right? And usually on a play like that, you want to, you know, make your decision as quickly as possible and throw that ball. Sometimes it's like throw it no matter what, but like, I don't know, something was slow in his brain. And he just just read the corner and never read the safety. Exactly. Like usually, I mean, obviously that's a quick throw play. You got to get it off as soon as possible if you're going to throw it, which you should throw it. But like, if you see that safety coming over, and he's right there, don't throw the ball, try to make something else happen. And he just did not do that. He, I don't know, maybe he just got overconfident in himself or something. I don't know. Something's something's wrong with his head. Something's wrong with his arm. He needs to he figure it out now. He was also hurt. You could tell he was He hurt. was, yeah. And then um, he had that dog mentality of, like, playing through it. But like, Yeah, I'll give him credit. He, he He's tough. He is tough. I'll give him that much. I won't question his character as a leader and stuff. I think he's a pretty good leader, actually. I think guys like him, but I just don't think he's talented enough. Yeah. I think heading into the game, um, looking back on it, obviously, hindsight, it's easy to say this, but I don't think he should have played. Um, He seemed off from the start. I mean, obviously, that's easy to say when one of his – or his first pass was a pick six, but I don't know. I I was worried from the offset of the game that Baker wouldn't have a good game. He's going up against a tough defense without Wyatt Teller, and the I was shocked if you told me at the start of the season that missing Wyatt Teller would make that big of a difference. I would have been shook, but like it was pretty noticeable throughout the game. Was I mean, it that our like Wyatt Teller was missed, or is it just like the Steelers' defensive line is just that damn good? I think it is. Like, it's a little bit of both. Definitely, we could not run the football, and 
Baker got sacked, what, I think like four times. He was pressured a ton. And it was just like – it was a game where both our line offensively and defensively, which had been so good throughout the season, both sides really got kind of dominated. And when, as we said, like heading into the – same as what we said for the Colts game, like this was going to be a game in the trenches. Both teams like to run the ball. Both teams are like ground and pound offense. Um, and we just got dominated there. We got beaten at what we're good at, which forced the ball into Baker's hands in a game that was really set up for Baker to fail. Um, so it was just disappointing. Like the, the pick six really screwed us off the start. And yeah. But besides that, there was also key moments in the first quarter, second quarter when the game was still intact, like the Browns got two straight three and outs on that offense. 10 and 0, it's 10 nothing. Just go down, at least get a field goal, make it one score, and we can never even get close. And we got the ball in midfield both of those times and never did anything. It's, yeah, you know, I'll get, give credit to the Steelers defense. They're amazing. But like, we, I don't know. I don't think Baker had to play that well to not get blown out. I didn't think he needed to play amazing for us to be in that game. Yeah. I, it was, it was just all around disappointing. Like, from third down, we were one of 12 in the game on converting and 0 of 3 on fourth downs. So we were one of 15 on third and fourth down conversions, which is just horrendous. And in terms of the first downs that we did get, we only got two first downs on rushing plays. And if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure they were Hilliard in the fourth quarter in garbage time. At least one of them was. So we really did not get a first down on a running play the entire game. And we were just shut down from the start, which forced Baker to get way too much of a role in the game. And his inconsistencies showed when he, the, when the brunt of the game was put on his shoulders. It's weird. That's just like, that's a problem when like, like you can't, the guy that gets the ball every play you don't want him to have the ball in his hands at all. Like, that's a big problem for an offense. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, yeah, disappointing. Yeah. When I look at the team, like, as a whole, right, uh, like, Baker Mayfield definitely stands out as, like, a reason why I don't think this team can go far as of right now. Um Obviously, I think we could still make the playoffs, but, like, are we able to win the playoffs? No, because no. every team there studies and does their homework on every team and is good and can beat you. And uh, the passing attack, when we're down, is it's just not there at all. And I, I put some blame on Kevin Stavansky as well, too. Play calling was not great. There was one key moment that really uh, – I was just like, what are you doing here? Like, that's just a terrible call. It was, you know, we had the pick six. It was 10 nothing, right? Uh, we went three and out, went one yard on that drive. They went three and out, went minus 11 yards. And you think, okay, here's a big chance for us to get back into this game, have a good drive here. Uh, we got the ball. Um it got to second and two, second and three, something like that. I'm like, okay, run the ball with Kareem Hunt. Try to get a first down right here. Keep the drive going. Baker drops back the pass. 
nothing's there. He holds on to the ball and then he tries to like run it up, you know, get back to the line of scrimmage and he gets sacked for, you know, minus seven yards. And all of a sudden it's third and 10 and we're just out of it. And then I was just like, oh man, this is not going to be a good game. And right there, that's when my hope got killed sort of. Uh, and Kevin Stefanski, I mean, you should just run the ball on second and two. That that should just be our go-to thing. I understand trying to get Baker going on a drive, but I just don't agree with the play calling there. And all game as well, it wasn't great on offense. It was really lackluster. Yeah, I think that was kind of one of the big things for this game. Like, whether you want not you want to put it on Stefanski – on Baker or just like give props to the Steelers. We could not get anything going offensively. Um, If you look at the stats overall, we like had similar yards. We were had a couple less first downs than the Steelers. Um, The big difference were the two turnovers and then conversion and like our ability to convert first downs from third and fourth down situations and sustaining a drive. Because we could get, like, the first first down, the second first down, and then we'd just fall apart. And that was the major issue that I saw in the game. Um, One thing that I do quickly want to point out is, like, at the end of the day, this is a game that we should have expected to lose. Um, Regardless of hype going into the game, given we were on a four-game win streak and we were playing well, like, we were playing an overall better team away from home. Um, I remember I think all three of us predicted this as a loss. Obviously, we couldn't have predicted how bad it would be, but, like, we are still a playoff team right now. We have the last wild card spot because we beat the Colts head-to-head. Um, fuck you to the Bengals for choking that game. That would have helped us in the wild card picture if they could have held on. But we're still a playoff team as of right now. And, I like, I don't know. It was just such a – disappointing offensive display like I get that the Steelers defense is good but we could have put some by them and I I have no faith for us in the playoffs like as of right now we're playing the Chiefs in the first round and getting demolished yeah I just want to say like I don't I don't really take this game with too much representation of this team overall I think uh, it, you know, we definitely could have played a better game. I, the Brown, the best Browns team did not show up today. That's for sure. Could we beat the the Steelers at our best? I don't know. It's tough to really say. I I don't think so. But I mean, they looked really good on defense, and we looked terrible on offense. But like, I think for the first time this season, I can say our defense actually looked better than our offense, and. Even even the Ravens game, but I mean both sides look terrible in that game. But uh, for this game, I would say the defense didn't play terrible, uh, especially for how they've been looking the last couple weeks. Um, there were a couple miscues, obviously, and the James obviously the offense didn't down. give them any help. But I think I can definitely say that. I think uh, I mean. Uh... You know, Baker Mayfield, you know, um, outperformed uh, Andrew Sandejo for the worst player on the team this game. So, congratulations to Andrew Sandejo for not being the worst player on the field. 
at the, in this game. I mean, he still was bad. Again, I'm just going to hammer him again. He had, like, a couple missed tackles, but really wasn't – I don't know. He wasn't the reason the defense sucked. I mean, I don't know. I didn't expect the defense to play any better. I was like, we're going to give up, like, 20-plus points. They're going to run the ball on us. Like, I, I didn't expect much. I thought Miles Garrett would have more of an impact. And he had a sack, I think. Yeah, he did. But it was like the game was out of reach. We put ourselves out of reach, so it really didn't matter that much, I don't think. Yeah, and, and Miles, I'm pretty sure he sat out like the vast majority of the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. Same with like pretty much everyone. Um, We gave up. <laughs> yeah. I We're going in like a very, very random order for this. The one thing that I do – one thing that I liked post game, at least, was that Stefanski come out came out and gave the strong affirmative message and like backing Baker, where he said, "If Baker's healthy, he's our starting quarterback." Um, because I don't know about you guys, but I was concerned when Case Keenum went in. Um, I assumed that it was just like Baker had an injury, games out of reach. Let's just throw in the backup and see what Case can do. But the perception that that gives. Um, within the team could have been bad. So I think it is good that Stefanski came out and not necessarily – he didn't defend Baker, but he just said Baker I – mean, Does it really matter, though? Like, uh, honestly, I might rather have Case Keenum. At least I know he can read a defense. I, I like I, – I question if Baker Mayfield can actually read a defense. Like, And that's not a question I – like, all he has to do – he doesn't have to be special. All he has to do is not turn the ball over, and he can't do it. I don't think – I don't know if Case Keenum is better. He's not as talented, I don't think, I like arm talent-wise. But, like, if he gives you the best chance to win by not turning the ball over, put Case Keenum in. You know, maybe other people – like, I know there's a bunch of people on Twitter that are, like, are Baker apologists. But, like, I don't know. He's not the guy. I don't know, like, I, I, how many more interceptions does he have to throw for us to realize he's not that good and he's not the guy? I don't know. Especially with this team, like, I'd understand if we're, like, a bottom team and you're like, let's give this kid another year. But, like, we've built this team to compete now. Like, I don't know how many more years you can give him. I, like, if Case Keenum gives us the better chance to win, put Case Keenum in. Yeah, I – I mean, okay, one thing that's kind of just completely weird that it's like, I don't know. I don't know if you could say identical, but I mean, remember when Baker was drafted, a lot of people made, you know, the, I'd say aggressive comparison to Drew Brees and looking at Drew Brees' career, right? Obviously I could be far off from this, but when he was with the Chargers early on, didn't look great. Um and then it took a, him a, pro a long time to really get up to his, you know, I guess best level. And I mean, looking at his numbers actually from early on in his career, he's right around the same place that Baker is. I mean, maybe my the point is like maybe we hold on to Baker and uh, maybe he turns into something that you know we want him to be and we thought he was going to be after his rookie year. Uh, you got to weigh your options, obviously. And I think the Browns are definitely going to have a big decision to come this off season. Uh, I mean, it all depends on what we do, I, I guess. Uh, 
but I think any way it pans out, uh, Baker's future as a quarterback in Cleveland is in question for sure. When I look at Drew Brees and San Diego, though, they went 13-3 and and won the division with him as a quarterback. That was their first time they've ever won the division. They're, they more got rid of him because he had shoulder injuries. He went two and nine in his second yeah. starter, third year in the league, yeah. and then fourth year in the league, he went eleven and four and did well. But like first three seasons, his and he made the Pro Bowl. He made the Pro Bowl as well. Yeah, fourth season, though. but uh, like I guess to defend Cannon's point, like first three years, he probably put up worse numbers than Baker with a worse winning percentage. But yeah. I and I like. I, I don't feel comfortable making the comparison. I don't see Baker. I I probably of the three of us am the biggest Baker Mayfield apologist and the probably his biggest fan. Um, I, but after like this performance and even like based off this year, what we've been calling good Baker performances is him handing off handing the ball off like sixty percent of plays. And I just I don't see him turning it around and becoming a high level franchise quarterback. I mean, it was, with some of the reads he makes. He looks like Deshaun Kaiser, okay, with the reads he makes. It's literally like Deshaun Kaiser again, just throwing interceptions when no one is open there. And then also, like, it's just the little things too. Like, there was a first down. It was like – maybe it was that third and nine play, Andrew. Odell Beckham Jr. on the sideline beats Joe Hayden, and he overthrows him. It's still – it's a catchable ball, but he has to jump up, and Hayden pushes him out of bounds. If he throws that to his stomach, it's a first down, and we're in field goal territory. Like, it's just little things it like was, that. It was that drive. It yeah. was that drive. That was the third and nine, third and ten, right after the sack. And, you know, could have gotten a first down there. Joe Hayden makes a nice play and pushes him out of bounds as he's catching it. But Odo like, beat him, beat him on the route. Yeah, I mean, like, and there's been, been a lot of times Odo is beating people on the route, and he's just not getting the ball. Which – I mean, I mean, credit to the Steelers' defense. They played one hell of a game. Like, that's the best defense we've seen all season. Definitely, I can say that. Uh, and you look at the past games, Colts, Cowboys, when we, our offense was electric. Like, Odell, Jarvis were getting these long gains and a lot of uh, yards after catch. Um, and I think looking at those games, like, Baker obviously wasn't making like great throws or well, okay. Let me not say that great plays, I guess it was more the receiver doing that. And then, but like, I don't know, man, it's really tough to say what he's going to do. Also like, why don't we give like Odell any end arounds? Like they gave Chase Claypool a couple end arounds and Chase Claypool is not as good as Odell Beckham Jr. Like I thought the whole thing was like, Get Odell the ball any way you can. So, like, give him a couple end arounds. Do, like, the flip plays with passes and stuff. Just, like, he's the best player on the team. Get him the ball and let him do something. Yeah, he only had two receptions for 25 yards. Our leading receiver was Austin Hooper with five receptions for 52 yards. Uh, that That's just not good enough on offense. And... Like, maybe you say, like, oh, maybe we were running the ball game all game after looking at those numbers. Well, no. Kareem Hunt only got 13 carries, 40 yards. Dontrell Hilliard actually put up okay numbers for f- only having four carries. But, uh, 
overall poor performance on offense. I don't really know how much more we can say about it. Yeah, I think I think we should just move on to overall points and maybe talking about the defense. Um, as I think it was you said this earlier, Andrew. Like, in by no means was this a bad defensive performance for us. Like, we were forced onto the field for the vast majority. I think like they were on offense for like thirty-five to thirty-seven minutes of the game, which is a pretty big majority of the game. Um, they were just pounding the ball, running the entire time. They had, I think it's 60, they had 60 possessions, 37 were running. Um, it's what we expected, like Big Ben, and by no means is what beat us in this game. He was, had like a pretty average game for his standards. What beat us was just our turnovers, our lack of offense, putting our defense in bad situations. Like I, I personally, heading into the game, thought the defense was going to suck. Like... I don't have much faith in the Pittsburgh offense. Um, I think Big Ben isn't that great. And I think, like, I think Benny Snell is better than James Conner. Um, oh, no. Probably, probably not, the, no. Not, not the greatest take after what James Conner did this game because James Conner was good. But, like, I don't think their run game is crazy impressive. I think it's a lot of the offensive line. But, like, our defense did fine. Like they, they did their job. They were put in hard situations and despite a lot of defensive injuries, um, like we performed at a level that could get us competitive in the game. If our offense like remotely existed, but that might just be me. Um, what did you guys think about the defensive performance? Yeah. Uh, a lot of those, I mean, a lot of those James Conner big numbers, came after the game was out of hand. Uh, I don't know. He, I mean, he didn't really be – or he wasn't like that, you know, impressive, I don't think. Ben Roethlisberger just looked average. Uh, we had – I mean, the big miscue, I think, was that Denzel Ward bid on the pump fake. Yeah. James Washington just beat him. And, you know, it was like a 20-yard touchdown reception. That was probably the lowest uh, show, you know, defensive showing of the game right there on a play. Uh, obviously, as a big Denzel Ward guy, didn't like to see that, but you know, he's still young, learning, still really good. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's not a lot to say. Linebackers, Mac Wilson didn't look great. There were a couple tackles that he should have made. I think that. Would have been great. B.J. Goodson actually looked okay, I think. Uh, Sendejo was just average. Redwine had a good play on a sack, but then he, like, had a penalty, like, five plays later or something that gave them 20 yards. And Face mask on Juju. Yeah. I can just say that this is the first time our defense has looked average. I can just say that, which I'll take. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Big Ben, I mean, he had – they were throwing slant routes earlier in the game. He had, like, two balls. that One that should have been picked off. Like, literally, like, the first play of the game should have been picked – or second play of the game. It was a slant route. It should have been picked off. And the second one was sort of um, – it could – it was – if he made a great play, if the guy – I forget who was covering, but if the guy made a great play, maybe it was Terrence Mitchell. He could have picked it off. 
And there's a there's a third one that if it bounces off of Vernon's hand differently, that's a pick six because that ball floated up. Like, yeah, it, yeah. played well. I don't think I I don't think Big Big Ben looked that great. Like, was not like that special. But like, giving up 31 points, it's not great. But like, there were like the time of possession you mentioned it. It was uh, Pittsburgh had a time of 34 minutes and we had 25. Like the defense was on the field all the time, so I, I can't really, they were, I can't really blame them for giving up thirty one when like they're just gassed after like, and it's not like the thing was is that they were grinding out these plays, like it, these drives, like it's not like they're giving up big chunk after big chunk after big chunk. It get like to second down, third down, and that's the thing with the Steelers; they just wear you out, and they're methodical going down the field, and. I I don't think the defense played that bad, even though they gave up 31. I agree with you guys there. Um, just we needed to capitalize uh, when they give us chances for turnovers. We needed to capitalize on those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think if our offense plays the way that it has the last couple of weeks, I think the way our defense played may have been just, you know, good enough to maybe win us this game. but offense did not show up i don't like i don't want to talk about the offense anymore though like but just a credit it was the story of the game though that's the story of the game i think i think to be fair um the one thing that you could say was missing from our defense that has kind of carried us in the past four games is the takeaways um we were leading the league in takeaways leading the league in points off of takeaways um let just like gabe said like could have very easily had a pick six in that game. Or, you know, if we got more pressure, maybe another Miles Garrett strip sack. But overall, like, I was proud of our defensive performance given that we had two safeties hurt. Like, obviously, no Grant Delpit. Um, and just our overall team was not – like, it wasn't our best defensive team. Like, we have better players at multiple positions that weren't there. And they have, whether how good or not you think they are, they have, like, three quality wide receivers, and they didn't tear us too badly. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster did nothing, which made me happy because I think he's a bum. But, like, we did a decent job in stopping Washington Claypool, Smith-Schuster, and Eric Ebron, who's also a threat to us. So I, I was proud of the defensive performance. I wasn't that impressed by Chase Claypool. Like I like he didn't do anything until the end of the game, like literally nothing. Basically, he had like an end around t- like no. But the way people were hyping this guy up, they're like he's a number one receiver. Yeah, the, did he look like a number one receiver? The the hype in the game pissed me off. Uh, like they were doing Megatron comparisons. Well, the whole he's game. not even like go back and watch Calvin Johnson play. Like physically, they're similar, but like right now, they're not close. Yeah, I mean, also, I will say this real quick. The Steelers dominated the line of scrimmage on both sides. Yeah. Like, they were pushing our guys back. It was bad. It was like watching the Browns versus the Cowboys. Like, it was dominating to watch that Steelers offensive line. Yeah. Uh, I, back to Chase Claypool, though. Uh, I mean, I was high on this guy at Notre Dame. I, you know, I didn't think we would draft him. We don't need to draft him, obviously, but uh, – I think 
he could be good. I think he could be a number one wide receiver for the Steelers in the future. I I honestly don't see Juju being yeah, a number one, number one with them. Yeah, I, and I've been saying that for a while now. Uh, during that game, though, watching their offense, I mean, it, obviously it was nothing special um, in that, that game, right? Uh, they didn't really need to do anything, though. Like, we were already, like, demoralized at that point, and our defense was just on the field so much. They kept coming back in, kept coming back in, and had to face, you know, uh, I guess the running game was okay on paper, but, like, didn't really stand out to me as, like, too good. It was more of just uh, we were pretty down at that point and just didn't want to get up and make a play or anything like that. Uh, so – I honestly I can't wait to say to watch the Steelers just get their shit kicked in um cuz they're cocky as hell and like especially in that first quarter every time they would make a tackle they just get up and be like oh look at me like okay there was a moment where it was like an 8 yard gain Bud Dupree just knocked uh it was Austin Hooper to the ground after an 8 yard gain and he was like celebrating and shit like dude you just let up an 8 yard gain almost for a first down and you're celebrating that. And it was like first down and 10, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, sure. It's, oh, it's a rivalry game. Okay, dude, you've beat us like forever now. Uh, whatever. I don't know. I, I just can't wait to watch this Steelers team lose we, by 20 or some shit. Watching Baltimore and Pittsburgh now looking at the division, do we think Baltimore is still better than Pittsburgh? I think they're still better than Pittsburgh. I are, yeah, I definitely think they are. Like yeah. the Baltimore game was such like Baker plays better in that game. We still get fucked. This yeah. game, Baker yeah. plays well. We compete and like potentially get close to winning, even though it's in Baltimore. Like that Ravens game, nothing really outside <clears throat> of like a Russell Wilson could have saved us in that game. But this game, like, there were clearly spots where it could be fixed. I'm, I'm Just like what Andrew just said, I'm excited to see the Steelers' next couple games. Um, they've been carried by the coronavirus at this point because they've had four of their five games at home. Now they have to go to at Titans, at Ravens, at Cowboys. Oh, Derrick Henry's going to have a feast. I am so excited to watch Derrick Henry just shit on them. Um It'll be fun. I think they're going to lose two out of those three, which will make me happy. Also, uh, fuck Joe Hayden. Like, dude, like, you're, you're celebrating. Like, dude, like if, Russ, like, if there's a competent quarterback back there, you got beat so many times by Odell. Like, I, like, you're talking shit. But Odell's been open, like, on every route. And then there's, like, plays where, like, he's talking shit. But then we throw the ball to Kareem Hunt in, like, the flat for two yards. And Kareem Hunt picks up the first down because guess what? Joe Hayden, like his entire career, can't tackle anyone because he's a pussy. I mean, like, I quit talking shit, Joe. You weren't good. Like, your only good thing in Cleveland was that you were able to shut down AJ Green in meaningless games when we were like two and fifteen. <laughs> I mean, uh, two and fourteen. Okay, like, just had to rage on Joe uh, Joe Hayden real quick. I seeing him taunt the bench. It's like. Dude, come on. Yeah, I mean, the whole Steelers team. Like, I've always hated the Steelers so much, obviously. Like, we're all diehard Browns fans. We hate them. 
this team might be the one that pisses me off the most. Like, James fucking Con- – I, I get it when it was Le'Veon Bell in his prime and he was good. James fucking Connor and Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster posted a TikTok after this game. Like, dude, you didn't play. You didn't play. I, I'm sorry. Richard Higgins had bigger impact than you. <laughs> like, Richard Higgins is better than Juju Smith-Schuster. I will document Most definitely. Most definitely. Like, he may be a number three receiver – but he's the best number three receiver. He didn't even have maybe other than CD Lamb, but I didn't put Denzel Ward on Juju either. Yeah, no, Terrence Mitchell or no, Terrence Mitchell wasn't even on him either. Terrence Kevin Mitchell Johnson, was on Chase Claypool, <laughs> Denzel Ward was on Denzel or uh, James Washington. I, who the hell? It was that uh, Kevin Johnson, green corner. I can't even remember his name. It's like Robinson or something was playing on Juju, and locked him up. <laughs> Uh, the only person I'll accept shit talking from is Mike Tomlin because he's like the most underrated coach in the NFL, and then Ben Roethlisberger because he fucking owns our franchise. That's the only person I, you, you know, you may be a porn addict, Big Ben, but you own the fucking Browns. I mean, I hate to say it, but he owns the fucking franchise. And I, I can't I, believe we passed on him too in the draft. I mean, imagine if we had Ben Roethlisberger. He's Ohio high school or college too. Yeah. Yeah, I'll accept Ben Roethlisberger, Cam Hayward, just because he's from Ohio State. I'll accept <laughs> Cam Hayward because he's actually good and he's from Ohio State. And and uh, T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt's a beast. I'll accept T.J. Watt. He's a, he's a fucking monster. Miles anyway, Garrett. Tom, four guys. Four guys. The rest of you are a bunch of pussies who will get carried by those four guys. <laughs> yeah, their defense is obviously legit. Uh and, I mean, looking at, you know, we talked about this the next couple games. I really hope the Titans just murder them. Ryan Tannehill has looked fantastic the last couple games. Uh, Derrick Henry is obviously a beast. I really hope he just shoves someone into the dirt um, and they lose by, like, 40. I think it's common, though. Like, looking at who they've played so far, it's – I wouldn't say a cakewalk, but – they have not, you know, really been tested that much. I, we can say that for sure. Baltimore is definitely better than them. Uh, still, even though they've looked beatable in some games, I like. I don't know. Speaking of future games, we face the Bengals next. Yeah, that's what I was. I'm about guessing to that should be a win. I would assume we should win that game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially given. Like I get this was bad for us and our momentum. They just choked a what was it like twenty one to seven lead, or yeah, bad? like twenty one nothing lead. I think yeah, it was like, twenty one nothing, and they had a chance, but Randy Bullock missed another field goal. Yeah, they were also like they they were just bad in that game. Um, I Joe Burrow hasn't looked crazy. Um, I think it should be an easy win, and. Yeah. Looking at the our schedule as a whole coming up, we have like five what I would call should be wins or at least yeah. competitive games in a row away to the Bengals. Then we start a homestand where we play um, the Raiders, then a bye, then the Texans, the Eagles, all at home, and then the Jaguars. Like, I guess Raiders game will be tough, but Raiders game will be tough, but like. Texans have been shit this year. They have a singular player on their roster who's good. 
and then a bunch of bums. Um, and like the Eagles, Carson Wentz, you talk about Baker not being a French this dude player. in the first quarter was two for seven for three yards. Like Carson it was Wentz, terrible. The definition of not a franchise quarterback. So I like I think we should take four of those five, in my opinion. But like I, we also have the Jets and the Giants. Yeah, at the end of the year. We end the year with I mean Ravens. It, it goes after those five, it goes Titans, Ravens, probably both losses. Then Giants, Jets, and then Steelers to end it. So, like, realistically, we're still looking like a ten-win team, given our schedule. I st- I stand by my twelve wins that I predicted at the start of the year. I think we can go between nine to twelve wins with this team. Okay. Not because our team is good, because our schedule is shit. Yeah, that Raiders team, that Raiders game is going to be important though. Just looking ahead, like. Those are two wild card. Te- we're wild card teams, and we need to have that matchup, especially with the Patriots losing again today. Mm-hmm. Like they looked like they were going to be a wild card team, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. they're not, not as good. Yeah, the, uh, the Bengals kind of fucked us with the wild card by losing to the Colts. That would have helped a lot. The good we do have that tiebreaker though. We have them. the tiebreaker on the Colts because we beat them head to head. Um, so right now, the competition is looking like um us. Colts, Raiders, potentially the Patriots if they make a comeback for that final wild card spot. Because I think the first wild card spot's locked up to the Steelers or Ravens. Yeah, the Raiders have looked really good recently. Obviously, they beat the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Texans were looking really bad, and then they fired Bill O'Brien, and now they just won back-to-back games. And Romeo Cornell, shout out, you know, former Browns coach, obviously, but you know he's a defensive-minded guy. He was their defensive coordinator, and now he's their head coach, and he's looking better on offense for them than they looked with Bill O'Brien, yeah, like at all. Ever. That's not saying much. Like it's butt chin yeah. Bill. Like I mean, Bill O'Brien. I mean, obviously, great move by them getting rid of him as GM and head coach. He was terrible. Never knew what they saw in him. And the fact that Romeo Cornell, a defensive... They saw his butt chin. That's what they saw. (laughs) He's a defensive-minded guy. Is doing better on offense with them than him is... I mean, like, what were you thinking, Texans? I'm actually a little bit worried about that game. I think our defense could get lit up. Uh, Deshaun Watson's looked great. Will Fuller's looked great. And they have, like, Brandon Cook's... And right I am not, I'm not looking forward to Will Fuller running through the seams against Andrew Sandejo. On, I'm not looking forward no, to that. Will Fuller will probably have a 40-yard touchdown on us in that game. But <laughs> the Eagles have looked terrible. Uh, they actually looked okay today, actually, against the Ravens. Had a chance to win or send it to OT. And Carson Wentz, I don't even want to talk about that play. That was awful. Uh, Jaguars have looked pretty bad recently. Bengals have looked pretty bad recently. And honestly, this is going to be a very important part of our schedule. We need to win these games if we want to make the playoffs because we're not – I just don't see us beating the Titans, Ravens, or Steelers again. Maybe we get one of those, but uh, it, it, that's tough. Yeah. Just win these games, Browns, please, for my sanity. For everyone in Cleveland. Yeah. 
I mean, I really want this to be the year we finally make the playoffs. Uh, I'm sure we all do. Yeah, if we make the playoffs and still get our shit kicked in, I don't care. Honestly. Just get there. It's a step forward. We need a step forward. Um, Yeah, is there anything you guys wanted to add? Not really. I mean, overall, I think we've been beating a dead horse in this episode. Just pointing offense, defense, pleasantly, surprisingly average, which is good for us. Um, And just fuck the Steelers and Baker needs to either become a good quarterback or like we need to find somebody else. It's Dak Prescott season, boys. <laughs> yeah, Dak Prescott injury might help us. We throw him a fat contract. Yeah. Hopefully, though, uh, this game was important for Baker. I'm obviously optimistic here, but hopefully this was important for him to realize, oh, my God, I'm shit. And he just turns it around, but that's looking at, you know, the absolute best scenario, which I mean, like, you know, if you look if you listen to Brown's radio, like ninety two point three the fan, like their ads, they have ads for LASIK surgery. So I suggest Baker Mayfield go into the doctor's office, get some LASIK surgery. I know Dustin Fox probably got some hookups. And like he says he's got some deals on the radio. Like uh, Baker, get some LASIK surgery, learn how to read a defense and just complete the passes. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with his, his, like his head, his just mentally, he's not processing things the way he should, uh, and it's just weird from him. Uh, he's got to figure it out. I don't know. Maybe get some therapy. I don't know. Anything to make it work. I'll take. You know, otherwise, like Case Keenum, I do not want him starting at quarterback. At, you know, cool. even if Baker's shit. Case Keenum has looked terrible in off-season training, uh, like or summer camp, you know, whatever. I've heard he's looked terrible in practice too, and he just throws picks all day. And you just hate Case Keenum because he, uh, he beat your Saints. Okay. <laughs> no, he's just not good. All right. I mean, despite that, he's just not good, and. I don't know. But just uh, during the game, though, you know, I was watching the Browns game and I was watching the Patriots game over there, watching Cam Newton run all over that defense and throw great balls like in the fourth quarter. I was just like, man, we could have signed this dude for the just minimum. And like we have a ton of cap. And the only one who took a shot on him was the Patriots, like. We're paying Case Keenum eighteen million. Well, we could have gave that contract to Cam fucking Newton. I don't like. Even if he was, you know, the backup to start, and Baker was still the starter, I don't care. Because guess what? Baker's playing like shit now. He's injured. Throw Cam Newton in. I'm sure he'll win us a couple games. I mean, we have one. Well, you know, he'll play better. Is what I meant to say. But. That's that's just mind-boggling that he's getting paid the vet minimum, and the only one who gave him a shot was, of course, Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Yeah, I I, I don't think there's much more to say. Just overall disappointment. I think with that we can wrap up this episode. Um, look for an episode coming out sometime this week. 
uh, prior to the Bengals game where we'll switch back to talking about other sports other than football because baseball and basketball still exist in Cleveland, whether or not our teams are playing. We're probably going to be breaking down why LeBron James is the GOAT. Um, we said we'd do this episode a while ago. It was smart of us to wait because he ended up getting another championship to add to his accolades, but that'll be coming out sometime soon. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MadDogPod uh, on both Instagram and Twitter. You know, like our posts, we're tweeting during the games and everything. Uh, comment on them. You know, anything really helps us. Sauce us to follow and, uh, you know, tell your friends about it to get them, you know, on our podcast. Also, make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast on uh, Apple Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Spotify, and share it with a couple of uh, Browns fans, maybe Steelers fans for this game, if they want to hear how angry Browns fans are, and maybe Baker Mayfield, because hopefully he can, you know, get some LASIK surgery and learn how to throw the ball. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one.